Hey friends, before we get into today's episode, I want to remind you that I do one-on-one mentorships. If you are struggling with your thought life and rooting your identity in Christ, if you are feeling stuck in fear and anxiety, if you are having trouble taking the lessons from the podcast and applying it specifically into your life, then maybe I can help. Send me an email And let's see if working together is the right fit for you. All right, let's dive into today's show. Hey friends, welcome to Affirming Truths. I'm your friend and host, Carla Arges. This show is a safe place to share our struggles, grow in faith, and root our identity in Christ. My hope is that you will leave each episode feeling encouraged in your journey. Subscribe so you don't miss an episode, and it would mean the world to me if you would leave a review. I am so glad you're here. Let's get started. Hey friends, it is Carly here, and I am really looking forward to today's topic. It's actually one of the things that we end up talking about in a lot of my mentorship sessions. And in fact, I've just been walking through this process with one of my clients now. And it's about how not to live in the past. And can I tell you, I've been guilty of that myself for many years. And there's a difference between reminiscing and living in the past, right? We all enjoy a good reminiscing session, right? The nostalgia of looking back. But reminiscing is really about revisiting memories and letting them stay where they should stay in the past, where living in the past is when you cling to it so tightly that you can't move on. Living in the past robs us of our present and actually our future, because it sets us on a trajectory that leads farther and farther away from God's best for us. God's best for us is not in the past. Can I get an amen? It is in the present and in the future. So why do we live in the past? I know for me, the things that I visited in the past a lot that got me stuck were some of my trauma, my shame, my regret. And maybe that's the same for you. Maybe you made decisions that you regret that set your life on a certain course. Maybe you have hurts from trauma um, and unforgiveness towards people that hurt you. Maybe you have shame that you can't let go of and the enemy keeps bringing you back to that point and not allowing you to release it and move forward. Essentially, in those situations, we really wish that we could change the outcome, right? We live in the past wishing we could change the outcome. And while doing that, don't take any actionable steps in the future to set us on the course that we want, right? Or maybe for you, you keep going back to your mountaintop experience, right? Reliving the glory days. But for you, it's not just reliving them in a moment. 
it makes you so discontent with your current situation that life right now, maybe you're in a valley season, maybe you're stuck in the drudgery of motherhood, right? Like that happens, the mundane, and you're reliving your glory moments, those mountaintop experiences. The problem with that is it doesn't let you see the joy in front of you, right? It keeps you discontent. It doesn't let you see the blessings unfolding around you. So no matter what, whether you're stuck in shame or regret, or you're reliving the glory days, when you are living in the past, you are not living according to God's will. And yes, you could say, well, Carla, that's all good of you to say, but what does the Bible say about this? I want to know what the Bible says. Good, because I have some scripture for you, friends, because God does not want you to live in the past. Let's look at Isaiah 43, 18. Remember not the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I am doing a new thing. Guys, when we're living in the past, we are not beholding in the present and seeing what God is doing in the present. He is doing a new thing. He has plans and purpose for your life today. He has impact that he wants to do through you, through the kingdom today. He wants to set you on a path that brings you more to being like Jesus every day. But that requires you to live in the here and now. That requires you to take action steps in the here and now towards that. Behold, I am doing a new thing. That is something to get excited over. That is something that is worth letting go of the past. In Ecclesiastes 7.10, it says, Say not, why were the former days better than these? For it is not from wisdom that you ask this. Ouch. It is not from wisdom that you ask this. No, it's from discontentment. It's from not having gratitude. It's from not trusting God in your current season. Ouch. I know that hurts. God has had to convict me of both of these things about living in the past, living in the past in my trauma and in my shame and in my regret. But can I tell you something also, you know, who likes to live in the past with you, the enemy, you know, who likes to whisper in your ear, all the lies about how bad your past was and you're all never overcome it. And you're not useful. The enemy, you know, who likes to whisper in your ear? Oh, look at how good your life used to be. God's abandoned you. Why is your life like this now? the enemy. You know who's a bedfellow of yours when you live in the past? The enemy. It's time to get out of bed with the enemy, right? It is time to behold the new thing God wants to do in your life. Now, how do you do this? Practically, how do you do this? I'll tell you the steps that I went through. There's five. Five steps on how to stop living in your past. The first is you have to acknowledge your emotions surrounding it. You know, I was living in the past with my shame and my trauma, but at the same time, very defensive of feeling the feelings, 
right? Because those are uncomfortable feelings. It's uncomfortable to process pain. It's uncomfortable to process unforgiveness. It's uncomfortable to process those things. Um, Maybe it's uncomfortable for you to process that you're not ideally where you want to be right now, right? If you're living in the past for your glory days, all of it is uncomfortable, but we have to be willing to sit in the uncomfortable to acknowledge the emotions around it so we can move forward. Also, take what you can learn, right? There are lessons in our past, lessons on what we should stop doing, lessons on maybe what we should do more of, right? There are lessons. There are things that we can learn. There is wisdom in taking those lessons forward into your life. So acknowledge your emotions, take what you can learn, and then recognize the impact it's having on the present. Like fully recognize that. Are you living with joy? Are you living with contentment? Are you so overwhelmed with hopelessness? Are you so overwhelmed with discontent? Are you so overwhelmed with a lack of trust in God for what he can do now and in the future? You have to recognize how much the past is stealing from your present. To not want to live there anymore, you have to see what a thief it really is. And then you need to release, release your hurts, release your expectations, release a a discontent heart and bring it to God. Help him work with him in helping you heal from those hurts. Accept the forgiveness of God over your bad decisions. Repent of your, your overlooking and disregarding the blessings of the present. And then lastly, take action. Take action steps today to create the life you want. We get so stuck living in the past that we don't move in the present. I had to ask myself, do I want to keep living in misery? No. So what does it look like for me not to live in misery? It meant making sure time with Jesus was a priority. It meant learning how to take my thoughts captive. It meant eating better and moving better and treating my body better. It meant forgiveness and operating in grace, the way that God operates with grace towards me. You got to take action. You see, living in the past keeps you stuck. God wants you to move. You got to take action, my friend. And I recognize none of this is easy. This is not something that I sat down one day and just acknowledged, took what I learned, recognized, released, took action in one day. This was a process. This was a process that actually took about a year, right? That acknowledging my emotions was a long time of releasing, of healing, of sitting with them. Understanding what I could learn, I could only look at that from a right perspective after I had healed the emotions, right? Recognizing the impact, like this is retrospect. I had to get to a place of healing first. This is a process, but can I tell you, you are not going to get anywhere in this process if you don't start today. If you don't start today. And my affirming truth for you is I will release the path 
and strive to be who God is calling me to be today. And we go to Philippians 3, 13, 14 for the verse. Brothers, I do not consider that I have made it on my own, but one that I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead. I press on towards the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Forgetting what lies behind. That's what Paul said had to do. Paul had shame. He persecuted the church. He he was there when Stephen was stoned. He went after the disciples of Jesus. He had shame. He had guilt. He could have stayed stuck living in that and not been available to be used in the powerful way God used him to bring the gospel to the Gentiles, to you and me. If he had stayed stuck in the past, in his shame, in his guilt, in his regret, we would not have the church in North America that we have today. Imagine what God can do through your life when you start to forget what lies behind and start straining forward to what lies ahead, the call and purpose over your life. Imagine what could happen for the kingdom. Imagine the ripple effect you could have in your children, in your family, in your friends, in your community. The enemy is in your past wanting to keep you there in bondage. It is time to accept the freedom of Christ and forget the past and move forward in the love he has for you, in the grace he has for you, in the mercy he has for you, in the blessing he has for you. Oh, I'm fired up on this topic. It is so important because the enemy wants you to be of no use for the kingdom. And if he can keep you stuck in the past, he is working in his agenda. But God is doing a new thing. Won't you grasp that new thing today? Won't you reach out and partner with God in that new thing today? God is calling you out of the past. God is calling you out of the grave. God has a new thing for you. Won't you grasp it today, friend? Won't you grasp it today? I am praying for you guys on this. There is freedom for you in the future on this. All right, friends. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Hey friends, before you go, I want you to know about a resource I have for you. If you struggle with replacing lies with truth, if you struggle with a negative mindset and really rooting your identity in Christ, I want you to go check out my Who You Say I Am biblically-based affirmation cards. They're a great way to learn what God has to say about you, to combat lies and replace it with the truth of the word. You can find them at my website or in the link below. Thanks for joining me today. I hope we're already friends on social media, but if we're not, come find me on Instagram at Carla Arges or at Affirming Truth. Can't wait to see you back here next week. Bye, friends.